0: We're back. It's the emergency stream. You know what time it is? I'll tell you what time it is. It's time for you to be in a fucking bedwetter. Okay, I don't got time for it. I know you're like, I'm just I'm a little burnt out from last week with the major. I just don't know about this week. So your energy's at a two. So here's what I can promise you. I'm going to come at it like a 10. You're going to be at a two. We're going to average out to a six and getting you up to a six is enough energy to get you going. I'm telling you, man, weeks like this. You got to bring it. You got to suck it the fuck up, and you got to bring it. Because, like, there's really great contests out there with huge prizes, and everybody kind of is like, "Mm, I don't know about this week. Don't be that guy. Don't be that guy. Or that lady. Don't be that lady either. Don't be that person. Because I promise you tomorrow noon's going to roll around, and you're going to half-ass your lineups, or maybe you're sitting this week out because you're a wiener, and you're going to be like, damn, I like that guy. Damn, I like that guy. And they would have been smashing, but you're too busy being a wiener. So you suck it up tonight. And then you thank yourself over the next three or four days while you're having fun sweating your golf lineups. Okay, Just get through tonight, and then you can take tomorrow and Friday off. Deal? Deal? And you probably say, hey, why can't I have Saturday and Sunday off? Because we do showdown. Don't don't you say that to me on my – ooh, don't say that. We Friday and Saturday night, we do the showdown hoedown for round three and round four. You know we're going to play that because there's a huge edge because idiots play 45% Victor Hovland for round four and just give us money. They just give us money because they're idiots. So you know we're going to do showdown. And then, of course, this is week-long. We're here for the emergency stream, so we do this. Hey, new guy, welcome. I'm not always like this. I've had a little too much ranch water. By the way, Topachico, Chico, will you reach out to me? I've been sponsoring you for a while, and I still I still haven't heard from you. Still haven't heard from you yet. So, new guy, this is what we do. We're going to go, if you've made your lineup, shame on you. You need to watch this stream first because we're going to go over a lot of shit that's going to make you question life and all the decisions you've ever made and maybe could get you thinking a little bit different about what you need to do with your lineups, Okay. So, with that said, I am the Degenerate 75. You see it? It's right there below me. Go follow me on Twitter. I got like a bajillion followers compared to where I was just like two months ago. Thanks, Andy Lack. I appreciate you blowing me up, you mother father. And... Other things you need to know is I'm a high limit PGA DFS player who's like relatively pretty good at this. And I've been doing this at a very high level for a very long time. And here's what's amazing: I can make you better. I'll never promise you that I can make you win. I'll never say you're gonna you can do this for a living and retire and go live on a beach. No, you can't. But what I can promise you is I will make you suck a whole lot less than you currently do. And I will, you know, maybe if you're a pretty bright dude and you really trust the process and you work hard at it, then maybe you can become a winner, okay? If you think you're gonna become a millionaire playing PGA dfs you need to you need to get in touch with reality um so what do we do here we talk about we talk about pga dfs we do some sports bets but mainly we focus on dfs because that's where it's at so this show is brought to you by me i don't have any fucking sponsors i'll never have any corporate overlords uh so you know it's just sponsored by me and fucking all my awesome people that follow me on patreon because if you don't know i need you to go like this video It'd be really cool if you'd sub to my YouTube channel. Notice there's no ads here. I'm keeping this shit free because I'm not trying to chase that money on YouTube and I really don't have to because I have a Patreon where a whole bunch of people have supported me over there and I provide them special content uh, outside of these streams and stuff. If you're like, I don't want to give you money. Well then don't fucking give me money. Just fucking like, you know, stay over here and watch the free shit and then they'll watch the free shit and get the extra content. It's cool. Don't hurt my feelings but it is really nice It makes sure my editor gets paid pays for this expensive ass equipment and all my fucking memberships and subscriptions. I have to have for this shit. So that is what we do. Uh, And also what I'm most proud of is uh, I started a pod this week. I mean, I've had this, I always put the showdown down on the pod, but this week I started a brand new segment on it called degenerate 75. That's me. Talks golf with smart people. And I have my very first guest on and you know, you know who my first guest was going to be. He's literally my daddy in this industry because he he birthed me into this industry. Uh, and his name's Andy Lack and we had a good conversation. That motherfather pod has like 500 downloads, which is crazy cuz I'm not a pod guy. I'm a, I'm a I'm a I'm a YouTube guy. So uh, if you want to listen to that, yeah, it really doesn't have that much to do with DFS. I think we covered a little bit, but really it was just us talking shit about golf in general and everything from the open to live to Rory being a fucking loser, uh, all kinds of stuff. So go check that out. It's uh it's 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 my it's just uh, the Showdown hoedown, I believe is the name of my pod and then you just go look it up. And I, you know, it's mainly just replays of these, but I have that now and it's good. You can listen to it anytime. It's great. Speaking of things you can listen to anytime. I put out my first YouTube video yesterday in which I, uh, it's not time sensitive like this. If you watch this tomorrow afternoon, it's fucking useless because <laughs> like all this information is going to be irrelevant once the tournament starts. But that video I put out yesterday, I answered Q and a from, uh, things that my patrons wanted to know. And it's like an hour long, put it on at work. It's a good listen. I talk a lot of shit, uh, probably hurt some people's feelings. Fucking deal with it. All right. So, well, I think, I think that's all the housekeeping video from last night, we got our ranch water. Let's just get the fuck into this, okay? I'm trying to keep this under an hour. I appreciate all you being here. I hope we get a good crowd tonight. We'll see. I can already tell it's slowly growing. Don't think I don't see you motherfathers coming in late trying to skip the intro. I should I should ban you from the... I should do my drawing for the chat right at the start for all you people that show up late. 7 o'clock means 7 o'clock. Matter of fact, we're on military time here at Degenerate 75. You be here at 6.58, motherfather. Okay, I'm sorry. That's the ranch water talking. What I do need to talk about is last week, uh, the Open Championship, one of my least favorite tournaments of the year when it comes to DFS, one of my favorite to watch because I love waking up at 3 in the morning and being like, oh, my lineups are already fucked. This is awesome. And so uh, it, it was a good week. It was a good week for the team. I had to start. I had so many people posting me wins on Twitter that like, I literally had to create a hashtag called mother father wins. Cause we just so many of them were winning that I wanted to be able to go find all these later and not go search through all my tweets. So I literally just started every time somebody would do send me one or I'd, I'd re uh, I, I would retweet it with hashtag mother father wins. And there was a bunch of them. And what's crazy is there was probably four or five other people who sent me DMS of amazing wins but they don't want the shout out. They just kind of want to live that low key life. They don't want everybody knowing all the business about all their money they want. But first of all, let me just tell you, it was an unbelievable week. I'm talking like game changer amounts of money. And I just wanna give some of these guys a shout out. And you're like, I don't wanna listen to you shout them out. I don't give a fuck, it's my stream, so we're gonna do it, not to mention, Every single one of these mother fathers are in my discord and my discord has become like my family. Like we're like a close knit little family. There's only one asshole over there and that's me. And I tend to be pretty nice over there. So like, it's a great little place where we all get along. We share information. It's fucking awesome. That's what you get access to when you sign up for the Patreon. If you don't want to sign up, I don't give a shit. There's like over 200 of us. We got more than I could have ever imagined. So if not another person ever signed up, I'd still be like a pig and slop. So here's my shout out. First of all, you know, showdown, we killed it. So my dude, uh, jungle JD, which if he's not one of the top five showdown players in the world, I don't even fucking know what reality is. Uh, I believe this was the Friday showdown, uh, no, It was round one. So this was the Thursday showdown just took down first and second in the showdown, you know, just $25,000. I believe, I believe, uh, jungle JD, he just calls that Thursday. He just went in 25 grand, uh, mother father wins. Uh, my dude right here, Jared just started getting into the game and started playing just one, you know, uh, just one Sunday showdown, no big deal on the three max. Uh, my dude, uh, RV Dart seventy uh, five, just took down a full, a cool four grand, no big deal. Uh, my dude, Mike Stacks, you know, just like, like literally seven lineups in the top ten, just absolutely dominating showdown. But don't forget, I may host the showdown hoedown but we be doing some week long around here. And let me give a shout out to this guy, which, by the way, this guy right here, I got to tell you, I just found out. I've always thought he was from Europe. I thought he was like Swiss or German. And I found out he lives in Minnesota. Broke my heart. And I refuse to accept it. So this guy right here, he's always going to be Jean Gustafon. Yeah. He's from Germany. That's, that's my reality. I'm not going to change it. This guy, I don't know, just won a cool six grand. Almost won the $200 or the, uh, one of the single entries. No, the 20 max, excuse me. Unbelievable 10x is money, six grand. I don't care what you say. Look, look at me. You look at me in the eye. You won six grand, you'd be fucking pumped. That's amazing. Uh, let's see. My dude, Michael F, pretty casual player. You can see, doesn't do a ton of lineups. You know, just want a cool $45,000. That's like more than the average household income in the United States in one weekend. Get the fuck out of here. Unbelievable. Oh yeah, John Gold JD. Of course, he won a fourth ticket to the Fantasy Golf World Championships. I hope that mother mother father wins a million bucks. You know he's a he's a big part of the family over there. We're all cheering him on. If anybody can do it, it's that mother father. He has been on a heater. Uh, my dude Rizzy boy, uh, eleven just winning a cool twenty five thousand bucks. You know whatever, just twenty five grand, no big deal, bro. And uh, maybe most amazing, Jet Jackson finished sixth in the Big Millionaire Maker. And it was only five points or uh, six points from winning the million, which literally comes down to like a bogey free round or all four rounds under 70, you know, just one little break here or there. And you win a million bucks, truly incredible to finish sixth in that. Uh, so happy for him. And then my dude, Mike stack said in the three weeks he's been following me, he's up 10 grand Jesus. I know and I could go on, I could go on, but I'm not going to spend the whole time, but I had to give these guys a shout out. Cause it's unbelievable. That is so much real money. I'm just so excited for him. <sighs> Fucking life is good over at the Discord. Morale is high. Let's let's be real. Morale is high. Uh, love it over there. It's cool. No assholes. I mean, just the one, but I, I play nice over there. All right. So let's talk a little bit about uh, contest selection, right? This is why you should be excited about this week is fucking DraftKings fucking brought it. Hey, DraftKings, look me in the eye. Not bad, bro. Not bad. Not only did they put out some really nice contests with big fat prizes up top, they also did a much better job at giving flatter payout structure. They did a great job of giving a variety of different buy ins. Like they did this 333.5 max, which, if you're a you know, middle to upper level player, that's like, that's like sweet spot uh, type stuff right there. This one right here. Uh, this, uh, this one, 25,000 up top, you only got to be 500 people and you can put five lineups in it. So you got a one in a hundred shot. That's real. Uh, even the big $20 million uh, total prize is a good payout structure. Uh, the $5, is a good payout structure. Like literally everything's good this week. They always have their $200 single entries, their $100 single entries. So, like, even if I were completely not feeling this week, I would still play just because the contest selections are so good that when there's good balanced contests and you can get leverage on the field, that is how you hit the nuts. Because even if you get sixth in a lot of these tournaments, you're going to get game changer money. You don't have to win them. It's not like Saturday Showdown where they give one third of the money to first place, which is fucking stupid and annoying. You got real chances to win real money. So, DraftKings... Great job on the contest selection. You got me playing way too many lineups this week. You know, even I come into each week with an idea of what I want to play. Blue, right the fuck through that in about 30 minutes of looking at these contests. All right. Hey, new guy. I got one question for you. One question. You ready? This is is the whole premise of the show. The whole show depends on this very question. Are you ready? You're going to answer it. Fuck all these other people. They've been here before. They know what's coming. Are you ready? Have you made your lineups yet? Yeah, I'm talking to you, new guy that just found me. You found my video last night. You thought, "Hey, I got to check out this stream." D- did you? Have you met? You've made your lineups, haven't you? You donkey dick. Why would you do that? Why you don't even have all the information? Why would you get committed to your lineups before you have all the pertinent and relevant information? Why would you do it? Now you're committed to Chris Godderup, and you and he may be a donkey-ass play, and you're like, no, nope, I'm playing him now." That stubbornness right there is why you're a losing player. You gotta wait for this stream. Once the stream's over, then you go make your lineups. Now you can have guys you like, you can have guys you've looked at, but be committed to your lineups and say, "I'm done. It's eight o'clock on a Wednesday. I'm all done." No, you're not, pal. Okay? I'm here to help you out. You're learning. It's okay. I don't mean to get on to you. You're new. I shouldn't come at you like this, but it is what it is. You get the ranch water in me, I get a little attacky. Mm-mm-mm. Once again, Topa Chico, I have no sponsors. Still still waiting on you. Still just sitting there staring at the phone. So new guy I'm going to give you a chance to redeem yourself. What is the very first thing we should look at every single week when it comes to week long or hell showdown anything to do with fantasy golf. What's the number one thing we should look at the first thing. Come on. Come on in the back in the back. Go ahead. Uh, Hey, very good. It's weather. Very good job, guy in the back. And tomorrow's weather is being a bitch because it keeps changing on me. I had my mind made up. I'm like, oh, we are going to do another weather stack. If you don't know, the weather stack was very good to your boy Degenerate 75 last week at the uh, Open Championship. Very, very good. Very good. And I saw it this morning, Uh, late last night, I was hitting refresh, 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 because if you don't know, which apparently a lot of people in this industry don't know, the super forecast is the only fucking thing that matters. If you're just looking at the forecast, you're a moron. You need to wait for the super forecast, and that doesn't come out until Tuesday at midnight. So I was just sitting there last night, refresh, 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 just waiting for this Friday uh, 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 super forecast to come out. And when it came out, I went, ooh, okay. And so now, as the days went on, it's changed a little bit, we're not... 100% sure I guess Minnesota is like crazy weather place which I did not know but it has been changing quite a bit but let's look at what we see and then let's go compare it to some other sites because we're fucking adults and we look at more than one site okay this isn't Wikipedia you high school student all right Thursday that is tomorrow it looks like tomorrow morning is going to be Nice, you know, like it, a lot of people say, oh, it's all about the gust. I tend to disagree. Sustained winds are what fucks up scores, right? And so when I see the sustained winds staying lower for a good two to three, four hours for most of the early guys rounds, I like that. And then it picks up in the afternoon and it basically stays constant all day until the end of the round. So tomorrow, I think we can all safely assume that the morning wave will probably play about a half a shot easier than the afternoon wave but that's not weird. That's normal that the morning wave plays easier. You tend to get softer conditions. You tend to get less, you know, less uh, messed up greens and the wind tends to blow less in the morning. So that's no surprise. So really the only way that this turns into a wave advantage is if we see something different on Friday. So let's go check out Friday, Mother Father. And you see Friday morning, it starts out the gustiest, and then it seems to die down throughout the day. But then there, this is the new thing here. Now they're saying Friday afternoon there's going to be like this weird little uh, pickup of wind with some gusts. But overall, these numbers right here in the afternoon, especially later into the evening when they're going to be finishing the round five, six, seven o'clock local time, seem to be lower. So looking at this, it would appear on the surface that if you are in the PM AM wave you were going to catch the gustier part of Thursday and the gustier part of Friday. And if you're in the AM PM wave, it would appear because this has already changed like three times on me. So I'm not committing to this like I did last week, but it would appear that the AM PM is going to have a better run at it. It would not surprise me if they picked up a half a stroke this day, a half a stroke this day. And if you're getting a full stroke over two rounds, that's huge. Not to mention you want your guys out there chasing the cut on Friday, trying to get below that cut line, Uh, In the nice conditions, not when it's freaking 32 mile an hour winds or gusts. Although I don't mind these gusts near as much, but even if you just look at the sustained winds, they're higher, but we're adults here. Let's go check. Let's go check more than one side. Let's go check Willy weather and see if we're getting similar data here. Okay, so Thursday, they have the morning 7, 9, 10, 12, and then just like on the other one, they have it picking up to 14 and basically staying at 14, uh, kind of ending at about 11 miles an hour through the end of the round. So they're saying a slight advantage to the AM on Thursday. Let's see if they are showing the same thing for Friday. Friday, they actually show it, uh, you know, not near as windy uh, in the morning as our friends over there at a, a, a Windfinder, and but they also agree that it's not going to be very windy in the afternoon. They say that basically it's going to be perfect all day. So looking at that, that was like, yeah, that that doesn't quite fortify what we saw over there, but it also doesn't uh, completely contradict it either. So Thursday, according to weather channel, I've heard they do weather Uh, Thursday. They have the morning being lighter and then it picks up all afternoon and stays sustained. This is basically the exact same thing as Willy weather. And then over on Friday, they have it uh, windiest in the morning, cooling down into the afternoon. So to me, if I were playing the wind, which I will, because I'm a weather whore, I will lean strong AM, PM guys. That's what I'm going to do. Have I been wrong on it before? Yes, precisely one time at the players. Um, I don't see any rain that could screw this up. Really, the only thing that would screw it up is if the wind changes tomorrow. We get a different forecast for Friday, and all the wind comes in the afternoon, and that's a possibility. I am not telling you to go all in on the AM, PM guys. But I will tell you, tomorrow, you should probably play the AM guys if you're doing round one showdown. And I know this is a week-long stream, but some people want to know that. And for week-long, I would say use it as a tiebreaker, right? If you're between two guys, and um, uh, they're both 7,300, and one's an AM-PM, and one's a PM-AM, I would go AM-PM. Because what I've seen is Thursday has consistently been the morning is going to be softer. So really, Friday is the wild card And if you know what Thursday is going to be and Friday is a wild card and it seems to be leaning towards the way you want it, that's enough for me to use as a tiebreaker. Am I going to have 100% of my player field from that? Probably not, but I bet it'll be 80%. And I'm not telling you to do that because I don't give a shit what you do. You make your own picks. I know you're here watching a show and I'm not a doubt. I'll never give you picks. Isn't that crazy? I'm not going to give you picks, you mother father. So that's weather. And you're thinking, man, this guy spends a long time talking about weather. Uh, Yeah, I do, A-hole, because it's probably the single most important thing. You know why? Because people have their picks, and their picks mean so much to them, and they care, and they're so prideful about them. But really, the true thing is, is we're just fucking guessing what the important stats are and who the better players are. What it really comes down to are things that are tangibly going to affect everybody in the field, things like weather. That's way more important. Okay, we're done with weather. Let's get to probably what brings everybody coming back. It's ownership. All right. If you're wanting to know all of my ownership, I've spent about six hours on them today. I posted over on my Patreon for all of my people in the Discord to see, um, and they you get to see all of it. Over here, I'm only going to post you the top 12, okay? The top 12 most owned, um, which will give you an idea of kind of who's chalky and why they're chalky and stuff like that, okay? And if you're like, well, I want to see them all. Well, go join the freaking Patreon, you mother father, okay? It's a cool little community over there. You know what? I'm not going to sell. Actually, you know what? I am going to sell it real quick. I'm going to tell you this. Don't join my Patreon because I'm going to magically give you picks. Don't join it because uh, I'm this guy that guarantees results. Fuck that. I ain't doing either of those things. You should join it because it's a great little community of people who love golf and get along really well and celebrate for each other and pass ideas off to each other and run ideas by each other. And it's a fucking great community and I wouldn't trade it for anything. That's why you should join it. And if you don't, I don't give a shit because it's still going to be awesome with or without you. Okay, I'm sorry. So here you go. Here's your highest owned guys for tomorrow. Here's the problem we're running into is there's only seven guys above 9,000. And if you don't know, rule number one of DFS golf is mother fathers like to spend their salary. Okay. Even this week, people getting crazy. I mean, crazy. We'll still spend 49,000. So I mean, that's leaving a thousand on the table. That's a lot of money to leave on the table. Right. And even doing that, it's still so easy to get two guys in up top. It's just so easy. The pricing is so, so, so soft. And so because of that, basically everybody from Camtram Gale up uh, at 8,800 is going to be chalk, what we consider chalk, right? But actually, that's a misuse of the term. The term chalk is meaning that they are too popular relative to where they are. But really, everybody over 8,800 and up are not chalk. And here's the reason they're not chalk is because they're all relatively equal to each other in ownership uh, compared to all the people around them. So that's not really chalk. Chalk is Chris Goddard up at 7,900. Chalk is Adam Svensson at 7,600. Tom Kim at 7,300. That is chalk because there are obvious other players right next to them that are just as good of options that are one-fifth the ownership. But if you see somebody like... uh, I don't know, let's just take uh Tigala, twenty-one percent. I'm not playing Tigala at twenty one percent, that's Chalk. Is it? Is it twenty-one percent? Is that really Chalk? Cause I have him coming in as the second lowest owned guy of the top seven so that's actually the opposite of chalk. If anything, that would be technically a pivot. So, if Tigala does come in, you can see I have him projected at 21.3%. That is not chalk. If you like Tigala, you should play him. But hey, new guy, you need to learn my rules. Here's rule number 1 of being an effective player and getting leverage on your players. Always follow the 2x rule. Okay? Make sure that whatever the projected ownership you see them at is that you have two times that. So, if he's at 21.3, you make sure that you have Tigala in 42.6% of your lineups. Okay. If you are in love with Tony Fee now, that's cool. Love Tony Fee now. He's a fucking loser, but go ahead and play him. 29.2%. You make me this promise, new guy. You put him in 58.4% of your lineup. So That's a big commitment to old Tony Fee now. Okay? Especially when he's in the what I consider to be the perceived bad wave. Uh at least I'm hoping. At least I'm hoping. Okay. I'm not, I'm not a fucking meteorologist. I do live in Oklahoma, but that, that doesn't make me a meteorologist. So that's the rule. And so what I would tell you to do on all these guys from, from cam trim up, that's 8,800 and up. Okay. Just try this, just try it. And this will get you so far. Commit to them. Okay. Pick three of those seven guys at most. You can do one or two. But at most, you pick three of them and you commit to those motherfathers. You make sure that you play the shit out of them. So if they end up hitting and doing better relative to everybody around them, you will have the leverage to smash on your lineups. If Tony Finau is 30% and you play him in 30% of your lineups, you are what we call a rake payer. All you're doing is paying DK's rake and you're going to be a lifetime loser at DFS. I guarantee you, you will. You're like, well, then I'll just play him at 20%. Now you're really a fucking moron. So you're going to play a 30% Tony now at 20%. Do you want him to do well or not? Because technically he would do better. You would do better if he missed the cut. So, like, if you're gonna play somebody, commit to them and at least be 2x the ownership on them. I'm not telling you to d- fade any of these guys, especially the guys up high, because there's nowhere to pivot. Really, the only pivot is Adam Habwin, and I still got him coming in and a very reasonable ownership, very reasonably high. Not you know, if you think he's gonna be 5% or 10%, get the fuck out of here. No chance. There's just no chance. People understand leverage good enough that they're not gonna let Adam Habwin be 5%. No chance. So, what you need to do is need to determine who are the ones that you are definitely committed to because every single one of them, I mean every single one of them above 8800 is going to be owned. So you need to get very very committed to them and you need to ride or die with those bitches. That's how you need to do it. Now, if you're a donkey or you don't listen very well, or maybe you're just not particularly smart, you probably just heard me say there's no chalk this week. Eh, there's plenty of chalk, mother father. But chalk is somebody who is too highly owned to the people relative around them. Once you start getting down to Brendan Steele, Adam Svensson, Chris Goddara, Tom Kim, those guys are in an island of ownership. Where they are literally four, five, six times higher owned than guys directly around them. That is chalk. So when I say what is donkey chalk this week, Adam Svensson is donkey chalk. I have him projected it. What do we got? 20.1%. Adam Svensson, 20.1%. And here's what's going to happen. Adam Svensson will go play great this week and get T7. I'll be like, I thought he was chalk. He is chalk, you moron. Because there's another guy right next to him at 4% that has the exact same upside that you could have got. And if he would have got T7, you would have won a GPP. That's what makes it donkey chalk. I love Chris Goderup. Boomer Sooner right here. I'm an OU fan. I don't give a fuck. He's 20%. There's no chance I'm going to play Chris up at 20% when there's all kinds of options around him that are proven established players at one fourth the ownership. That's what makes him donkey chalk. That is the definition of donkey chalk. Don't do it or do it and be so committed to him that you're going to eat the donkey chalk and still have leverage on him. Go play him in 40% of your lineups, but just know you're playing Chris Goddard up. What is his track record? I mean, that's a big commitment, man. If you want to do it, you do you boo, but that ain't for me. And I got one last thing I want to throw at you when it comes to ownership out of all these 12 guys right here at most. I will play two to three of them. And really, that's almost because I have to, right? I have to play some of the higher-owned guys because I'm going to spend my salary. I'm not going to leave $7,000 on the table. Get the fuck out of here. So what I'm going to do is probably pick three of these top 12 guys, specifically the ones that are more expensive because i got to eat up my salary somewhere. And, you know, I'll get access to players, and I will just get so highly overweight on, I don't know, let's just let's just say I'm playing Tony now. I'll play 80%. If I play Tony now, which I won't, he's a loser, but if I did, I'd play him in 80% of my lineups. That's how committed I would be to him, that if he goes out there, I am going to have leverage on him so that it is worth eating that chalk. That is what I would do. And at 10-5, it's so easy to put him in a lineup, and I can still make any lineup I want with him. So. That's what I'm going to do. I'm going to pick a few of these guys. I'm going to go all in on them. And then other than that, I'm just going to fade every donkey chalk there is. I like Tom Kim and he's in the perceived good wave, right? I like Adam and He's in the perceived good wave. I like uh, Brennan Steele. He's in the perceived good wave. Don't give a fuck. I'll fade them all. I don't care. We're playing a game. You're making picks. I'm playing a game. As soon as you understand that, maybe you will become a long-term winner at this. You got your picks and you make them with your heart and they mean so much to you. I don't give a fuck. I just make plays based on what is logically the right thing to do. Think with your brain, not with your heart. And I'm going to throw this narrative at you that I think the course is going to play a little bit tougher than everybody thinks. These wins seem to be just enough that they're going to mess with these players. There's water everywhere. There's double bogeys lurking all around this course. And one thing that I've not heard anybody talk about, which by the way, I saw my, my dude Chad uh, Eckert out at the course, and it looked like that wind was about to blow him over. He's not the biggest dude, but like that wind looked real. And it is going to be moving that ball around. And when the ball's moving around, when there's water, that equals some big old crooked numbers. But here's the last one I haven't heard anybody talk about. It's been dry AF there. I mean, dry as fuck. Like, they haven't had much rain. And I think that course is going to get hard and crusty in the afternoon when it's constantly – it's been 100 degrees there in the afternoon the past couple days, and it's going to be getting up into the 90s each of these two afternoons. And I don't think this course is going to play like the birdie fest that is this stupid narrative that goes around. I would almost guarantee the winning score – is going to be something like minus 13, and I bet the cut is probably right around even par. That ain't a birdie fest, mother father. Now, could that be wrong? Absolutely, but that is the narrative I'm going with. And in a tournament like that, there could be carnage. And when there's carnage, you best believe I'm getting off that chalk. So there you go. That is how ownership plays into what I'm doing this week. You do whatever you want. I don't give a shit. It's your world. You're the one putting up your own money. I'm not giving you any money unless you win one of the lineups with me here in a little bit. Because if you don't know, we're going to be doing a big drawing. So I hope you're staying around. You see that big-ass wheel? It's probably got your name on it, and you get to do a lineup with me. Me and you are going to make it. It's on me. We're going to win, what is it, $250,000. Let's go. But we ain't there yet. We ain't there yet, big guy. Bump the brakes. All right. Let's see. Let's talk about a narrative that I've heard going around that I think has legs. First of all, the whole, are they motivated narrative? Get out of here with that, right? Like, I hate that idea that, like, some guys are more motivated to play well, so they're going to try harder this week. Have you ever played something where you try a little bit harder? It never goes well. So I'm not buying that narrative. But here is one I am buying. Exhaustion. A lot of these guys who are coming over from Britain well, from Scotland, right, Uh, that just played in the Open Championship, they are going to, you got to ask the question, are they going to be a little tired? I mean, jet lag's a real thing, and it usually takes more than three days to get over it. And so they're coming back over here, and it's not so much the physical exhaustion that I worry about with these guys, it's more the mental exhaustion, especially guys that were playing all four rounds competitively over in Scotland, Right. You know, like, it takes a lot out of you at a major. They're probably a little bit of emotional, emotionally drained. I think that's a real narrative that should be factored in. Is, it, is, is that hard to quantify? Fuck yeah, it is. But that doesn't mean I can't try. So, like, who am I talking about here? Somebody like Sung J.M., first of all, he plays a million times a year anyway. So, I don't worry about fatigue with him, even though he played four rounds. I mean, I guess you could say the way he played at Showdown on rounds three and round four, he technically only played two rounds, asshole. So... I don't think that he's mentally exhausted at all. I think he just fucking chilled the fuck out those last two days and was not stressed, but somebody like a uh, Tony Finau, you know, struggling, to, you know, like battling to get all the way up to like T 18 or whatever that stupid donkey chalk got him to, um, you know, that is something I'm considering, right? Hideki. He just mailed it in the last two days. He didn't care. He's just out there firing up flags. I got a bogey. I don't give a shit. So I don't think that that's a thing, but guys coming over who competed last week, who were there Tigala would be another good example. Uh, these guys that were over there, that were actually competing for four rounds in a major. Not just guys that played four rounds, guys that were competing in four rounds. I am factoring in the fatigue narrative. Got to get some ranch water. Getting a little toasty in here. So with that in mind, I think that that's something to consider whenever you're making your, um, your picks. So let's look a little bit at my model here. We're going to do the model, some pivots, some sleepers, one guy I'm playing, drawing, Q&A. Don't forget to put your questions over here. I need some questions over here because I got to go till 8. 8 o'clock is the goal. That's 8 Central Standard Time Zone. That's the Lord's Time Zone. All right. As I already told you, these top seven guys, that's going to be Tringale, Davis, Riley, McNeely, Hadwin, Tigala, M, Matsuyama, and Finau. Now that I'm looking at it, shit, maybe that's eight guys. Maybe it's more than that. One, two, three. Oh no no no! That's nine guys because that's there's seven guys above nine thousand. So those top nine guys, it would not surprise me. You look me in the little look look me in your little camera screen right now. It would not surprise me if every single one of those guys came in at over twenty percent. Because I know one thing: people are going to spend their salary. They're going to spend their salary tonight. No one's leaving twenty seven thousand dollars on the table or even twenty seven hundred dollars on the table. They ain't going to do it. And so if that's the case, then I need to know that these guys are all going to be highly owned. So, I don't even really think the conversation starts until you get to Chez Reevy. From Cam Tringali up, there's nine guys. Pick your favorite three and fucking ride to the end with them. That's what you do. Maybe four if you're doing 150 lineups, okay? So, the real question begins right here at Chez Reeve Adam Long, Poston. Don't play Hubbard. Don't play CH3. Don't play uh, Danny Lee. They've all withdrawn, right? Make sure you know that because I guarantee you 1% of lineups will be dead because they're idiots and they'll play those guys. This is where the real decision begins. And what I basically did is I just starred some guys that are going to be popular. Brennan Steele is going to be popular. I mean, significantly more owned than everybody around him. And here's a question I have for you. And I hope I don't move ownership too much because I feel strongly about this one. I love me some Party Marty Laird. He's won me an obscene amount of money multiple times. Party Marty Laird is almost the exact same amount my models as Brennan Steele. He is almost the exact same price of Brennan Steele, and I bet he will come in at one-half to one-third the ownership of Brennan Steele. Look me in the eye. Do you truly believe that Brennan Steele is two-and-a-half times more likely to perform well this week than Party Marty Laird? Do you truly believe that? Because if you do, you send me a DM, and I'll bet you any amount of money you want, as long as you give me 2.5 to 1. That's called a pivot, and that's a real thing to do because Brennan Steele is... Looks like a god on this course. He's like top five in like six different things that I really care about this week, and I still don't care. It's just a stupid model. It's a model that, that doesn't take into account the variance from week to week, or round to round, or hole to hole, or shot to shot. So fuck it. Make the pivots. Nick Hardy is going to be less popular than Brennan Steele. J.D. Poston is going to be less popular than Brennan Steele, and I guarantee you, in the worst world, they're all at least. 48% to outperform him in the worst world, probably more like 50, 50. No one's playing. Uh, Chris Goderup is going to be mega chalk and literally right next to him. Ryan Palmer, I shit you not will be one fifth. The ownership of him. Do I like Ryan Palmer this week? Uh, no, I don't. Ryan Palmer sucks, but are you telling me he's five times shittier than Chris Goderup Get out of here. Get out of here with that. There's not a chance jason day cameron champ who's won this tournament i don't like any of these guys but just strictly talking just game theory we love chris Goderup he's the next he's the next rory mcelroy hold on let me pick somebody that's not a fucking loser he's the next john rom no i said not a fucking loser hold on he's the next cam smith get out of here there's no chance these guys are legit pivots around him same thing Adam Svensson? Like, have you watched Adam Spencer putt? It's it's a tough scene. I know so. well, he's been picking up eight out of the last 10 rounds. Okay, well, like, have you ever heard the saying, even the blind squirrel finds a nut occasionally? Get out of here with that. You got Dylan Fratelli, Emiliano Grillo, Clark, well, Wyndham Clark, Matthew Neesmith, uh, CT Pan. All those guys are objectively as good at golf as him. On the worst day, they're as good as him, and they're all going to come in at roughly one half the ownership. What are we doing? It's called game theory. Learn to play it. Quit making picks with your heart. Make them with your brain. All right. Last, there's two more donkey chocks I want to talk about. Tom Kim, if there is one donkey Chalk I'm going to eat, it's it's Tom Kim. Am I going to eat it? Probably not, because I can't sit here and shit on all this donkey Chalk and then go play it. And then I post like a big winning lineup and it has donkey Chalk in it. So I will probably not play him, but I will say he's the one that scares me the most, because he really does seem to have like that Korean upside to him, like that next Korean star, like Song Jae Im or somebody like that, right? But, I mean, just look at the guys around him, like Doug Gim, Stewie Sink, Michael Thompson, who's won this before, uh, uh, Austin Smotherman. I mean, like these guys are going to be legit one-fourth the ownership. One-fourth the ownership. So, if 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 Kim misses the cut and Stuart Sink gets T13, you've literally just increased your chances of winning by infinity. Because you have no chance if that guy misses the cut. And if you're like, well, but it wins if Kim finishes 13 and Sink misses the cut... Okay, well, now you have to share Kim with 25,000 other people. Okay, so like, how far did that really get you? It got you nowhere. I'm just saying, it could be chaos out there. He's not exactly a proven commodity. Just take the risk that the mother father misses the cut, or goes out and finishes T-58, and then there's no chance he'll be in the winning lineup anyways. I know it's going to make you a little uncomfortable every lineup i've ever had that's won really big at gpps which is a lot of lineups every single one of them i look back i'm like oh that's an ugly lineup because you shouldn't love a lineup go look at the winners of the gpps every week you're like oh that one, the millionaire maker gross i would have never built that exactly right exactly right you would have never built that and the last one that seems to be catching a little too much steam for my taste is my man t dunks and i hope you're noticing all these guys are doing very well in my model. They're all very legitimate players, but like 10% T dunks when there's like John huh or Tom Hoagie who are like going to be a third of his ownership. I mean, what are we talking about? It's Tyler Duncan. He's a $6,200 golfer. They moved up to 7,100 and we're going to treat him like he's Tiger Woods in his prime. Get out of here. Get out of here. All right. I'm not going to go talk about all these great, there's some great guys in the six I'm going to be diving out into the six thousands because this is one of the few weeks where I am going to leave 500 to 800 on the table in a lot of my lineups and I'm going to get down here and I'm not afraid to play a Sam Ryder or a hammer and Hank or an Andrew Novak. There's some guys down here. I like, and I'm not going to give them all away because that's what I'm going to go make my VIP video right after this. So I talked about pivots. I gave you a couple sleepers. We've talked about the model. Who is the one guy I'm definitely playing this week? Fuck, you'd think I'd already have this picked. You know what? The one guy I'm definitely playing is, I'm pretty sure he's the morning wave. I'm pretty sure. So the one guy I'm going to play because it is the best thing I can do to sum up my strategy this week of fuck it, I'll pivot. His name is Adam Hadwin. Is Adam Hadwin a good play this week? I don't know, but I know he's a good, I don't know if he's a good course fit, but I know he's a good play because he's going to be the least owned of every single one of those motherfathers in the top nine. So I'm playing Adam Hadwin. There you go. That's the one guy I'm playing. Who's the one guy I'm definitely not playing? Well, just to show you how little I give a shit about my model, I'm going to fade the number one guy in my model. He's a god among men. He could never fail anybody. He's a true winner through and through. He will never let you down. You go play 100% of him, you big champion. I'm fading Tony Finau because fuck that guy. All right, that's it. Let's get to the drawing. Let's get to the drawing. Here's what's going to happen. First of all, I am going to do the Wednesday drawing. I'm going to draw two names. If you win this, you're going to make a $20 lineup with me tonight that we're going to go toss in the big one, right? In the big uh, million-dollar contest this week. And anything we win, any profits, we'll split it 50-50. I will PayPal you that money, mother father. So let's go hit something big. So here we go. I'm going to spin it. Hey, no noise. If your name pops up, I will DM you. If I can't get a hold of you tonight, we'll probably just move it to a Sunday showdown ticket because I know this is rather short notice. Uh, you know, it really puts more pressure on me than you. And it is C Nugent Poker. Yeah, let's go, Pokes. Uh, oh, wait. Poker like cards. I get it. Okay. Yeah. All right. Hey, congratulations, my brother. You won $20 ticket. Me and you tonight, you mother father. Let's go win some money. And then the next one. Here we go. Who is it? Come on, Will. Give me somebody I know. DF Void. I do know that guy. Underscore Void. Congratulations, my man. $20 ticket. Me and you tonight. Let's go do it. And a backup in case I can't get a hold of one of these motherfathers. Here we go. Who is it? Um. Who is it? Come on. Come on. Quit spinning. A, boom. Hey. No. <laughs> fuck that guy. That's, no, he's my friend. Forget him. I'm not doing He don't count. Hey. Even as a backup, he's no good. Paul. Get the fuck out of here, Paul. Retweet. By the way, to get on this, all you gotta do is go retweet my videos, or go like this and leave a comment on my Friday and Saturday night shows. Michael Skellett, know that guy too. You're my backup. um I'm also gonna mix it up. We're gonna go. Uh, expo- We're gonna do one directly from the chat because I appreciate you, mother, father's being here. So the- here's a third twenty dollar one right here. The na- nightbot, follow me. Did I do it right? Nightbot, follow me. Did I screw it up? And the winner is Sean. I know that guy. That's my dude. Sean, congratulations, brother. You won. Uh, We're going to make a $20 lineup tonight. I hope I can get a hold of you, you mother father. Uh, Okay. And then for my patrons, they get a little bit bigger one. This is for a $100 single entry into the Sunday showdown. Uh, Here we go. This is for just the patrons because they're the mother fathers that help me pay my editor and pay for all this expensive fucking equipment, which gets outrageous. Hey, there's my dude, Sean. Let's go. Uh, K gold 86. I know that guy very well. Let's go. Me and you, we're making a lineup. We're doing it. Me and you, me and you, let's go. Uh, that's, wait, that's my girl, Kim, I think. All right, let's go. All right. Uh, Q and a time. Uh, we got, we got shit. It's only seven forty one. Got seven Let's go. I'm going to answer questions and then we're going to get the fuck out of here. And then we're going to go make our lineups. New guy. Have you already made them? Have you? Oh my God. Don't do this again next week to be here next week. And don't say, Oh, it's what is next week? Fucking rocket mortgage, you're going to be here. You're going to be here because we're champions and we push through every week because there's an advantage to be had by putting in that little bit of effort. All right. Over to questions. Throw some questions in here, people. I got. I, I need at least 19 minutes of questions. And by the way, go check out my YouTube video yesterday. I answered a lot of these people's questions really in depth. I think you'll like it. It's been getting a lot more views than I ever thought. I thought it would get like 100 views and it's not time sensitive. So just throw that shit on work tomorrow when you're bored and you're like, God, is freaking Thursday ever going to end? Well, I'll tell you what. I I'll help you get through one hour of it by putting on my video and I might even make you laugh once or twice. Maybe no promises. Let me get some ranch water for answer all these. Mm. All right. to try to toss these up on the screen. Let's see if we can do it. <sighs> Anthony Stewart, hit that like button on the way in Anthony Stewart. You're my mother, father, dude. I agree. Let's give it a like, guys. I need likes on this cause then, then it gets uh, the YouTubes to recommend it to other people. And that's probably how you found me as YouTube, just randomly tossing this shit and you're recommended. I'm glad you're here what's up my father's not much my brother trying to win this i agree david all right let's see here it's i gotta start skipping over some of these these aren't questions uh who we liking you know who i'm liking adam Habwin, apparently i never thought i'd say that i don't pick my person ahead of time i literally just pick it right here on camera i cannot believe the one person i'm playing is adam Habwin. what is life the man the myth uh no you're the man the myth scott you freaking great twitter follow scott uh, I'm interested in posting, want to know more about his ownership. Well, sir, uh, I posted all the ownership over on the, uh, over on the, what's it called? The, the discord. So go check it out over there, Mr. Sean. I know you're over there cause you just freaking want my drawing, you motherfucker. Um, where's the ranch water? Well, it's about empty there, Mr. Star-Lord's dad. And, uh, hold on. Let me get, let me get the scroll down to the corner. All right, let's see. I want to live on a beach. Yeah, well, I hey, we, don't we all? But maybe DFS golf ain't the way to get there, big guy. Weather as usual, AM, PM. David, I concur with you. Uh, what's up, D? Uh, hey, I need some questions. Let's see. I'm scrolling down to where we get to the questions. Throw some questions out there. Um, it's just going to be me reading people's comments. Mm-mm-mm. A lot of people. A lot, man, a lot of fucking comments tonight. Oh, I see a question mark. That probably means it's a question. Does the Friday p.m. baked out greens offset any wind advantage? Dustin, great question, my brother. So, the uh, I yes, I am concerned about that because Friday afternoon is going to be hotter than Thursday afternoon. And it'll be like, what, the fourth straight day with no rain, uh, it, like any moisture at all. So, yes, I am a little bit worried about Friday afternoon baked out greens. But I'd rather them be playing on baked out greens with no wind than baked out greens with wind, which is what I see for Thursday afternoon. It's look, I'm fucking guessing. Like last week, I told you what was going to happen with the weather. This week, I'm projecting. There's a difference. I hope you can see that. Don't you go play all AM, PM, and say, oh, the weatherman himself, Degenerate75, told me. I'm not committed to it. I told you, I'm still going to play guys from the PM, AM. I'm just probably going to use the tiebreaker as AM, PM. I'm not committed to doing 100%. I'm not. Unless I go hit refresh as soon as this thing's over and now it's showing me what I want to see, then I'll commit to it. But as of right now, I'm not smidge guilty of skipping the intro sorry homie how dare you how dare you I, I say some good stuff there yes i know it's a lot of housekeeping but shit i gotta grow the brand brother all right my two-year-old just said mother father well dustin your two-year-old is on pace to be quite a cool mother father uh you must re- you must repent for your sins where's my questions my question hey why is the z cheese guy what do they do to get their questions to be yellow i want to know more about that my question is how do you get your steak cooked? Uh, I, I don't eat steak. <laughs> that's a true fact. All right. Uh, any thoughts on spinning the wheel for the one month Patreon membership? Aaron, that's a pretty good idea. Um, that's a pretty good idea. You know what? I'll do it next week because I don't have it ready. I, I mean, like I could just go spin that one. But like I also want to tweet it up. they like, hey, you can get a $20 lineup or a free month on the Patreon. Aaron, that's why I keep you around, man. You got good ideas, your mother father. Sean, thanks for answering my question about Laird. He caught my eye. I love some Party Marty. I will tell you, he lets me down a lot, but fuck, he, I'm so far up on him, he can let me down a whole, whole bunch, and I'll still be up. All right uh behind so sorry if you've answered this will you continue doing prize picks videos yeah I will kevin uh, just the, the the prize picks videos are a little deflating because like they legit get like one third the views of my showdown hoedowns and like it's it's a lot of work and like t- i already spend so much time making those one videos that then to go make another one that gets a third of the views is kind of like a kick in the fucking nuts um uh, and it seems like i don't know i don't know it, yes for the time being for the time being ct pan uh i'm a panamaniac i love him ct pan i'm in Uh, I need to see what weather draw he's on. I would like, if he's really, if he's on my good side of the wave, I'm really in on some CC pan. All right. Kentucky kid. Hey, that guy popped my cherry. He he gave me my very first, uh, super chat. My editor. Thanks you. Kentucky kid. Uh, everyone else loves it too. If you mean, uh, if, uh, if you love, that means everyone else loves it too. Not sure what that means, but you gave me money once. So you're cool. Uh, KJ Choi. If you play KJ Choi, you're a wild man. Mr. Brennan freed star Lord's dad. Who are the players you are playing that we shouldn't (laughs) Adam had (laughs) one. I don't let's see who is somebody I'm playing that. I definitely shouldn't. Um, You know, I almost had talked myself into Ricky Fowler and he's a slapdick. So don't do it. One guy I am definitely playing that I shouldn't. uh, I was, I was loving some Sam Ryder, but now that I saw he may be on the wrong wave, Von Taylor. There you go. That's the one guy. Von Taylor. I'm going to play Von Taylor, and I'm telling you right now, I should just let you kick me in the nuts for free. Adam is in the AM wave. Well, then Adam had one. is a smash play. Could never go wrong. He'll definitely win this tournament. All right. He's got good course history here, too. All right. Spin the wheel. 100%. Had one in M. Uh, honestly, Mark, you want to know a little secret? I'm kind of leaning towards that because I'm just not going to play anybody up there. So why not just go play the two lowest owned guys? I'm only doing 14 lineups this week. Uh, I told you I don't love a lot of players, so I'm going to do 14 lineups. And I'm going to, they're all high dollar single entry, three max type stuff. And then I'm just going to mix and match out of, out of those uh, 14 lineups. I'll probably do a 12 to 13 player pool. So not very many. Um, and if you're going to do that, it's very easy to go 100% on one or two guys. And then just mix and match the other four spots. Uh, how about uh, getting into the playoffs? Could be a factor for motivation. Sean, I hate that narrative. I already touched on it. Um, the idea that like they're going to be more motivated and they'll somehow make that birdie. It's just not a thing. Uh, the only way I could see it is maybe they grind a little bit harder Friday afternoon to make the cut versus just fucking mailing it in. But outside of that, as I said in the video yesterday, I think that you could make a counter argument simply saying that you say he's more motivated. I say he feels more pressure. And I don't know if feeling more pressure when your golf career is on the line is necessarily a good thing. So I don't love it. You better get those questions in. Get the, Hey, go ask some questions right now. Uh, thinks uh, hot dogs. Are, yeah, Adam Hadwin thinks hot dogs or sandwiches uh, makes him good at golf. I mean, that's a pretty stupid take by Adam Hadwin. But every time somebody says something stupid like that, like, you know, like, oh, I can't play him. He said something stupid. I'm all in. I wish it was something about, like, his back hurt. Then I'd really be all in. Uh, let's go mother father. I agree. Questions, Paul. Yeah. Sorry, Paul. It's nothing personal. Actually, it was a hundred percent personal. Holy shit. Jason Reed, you mother father. A second super chat. I appreciate you, man. I mean, really, I don't appreciate you. My editor appreciates you because his bitch ass is going to get paid this week. So thank you for that. Mr. Jason Reed. You didn't even want to know anything. You just want to give me money. Fucking what a cool cat you are. Come hang out with me anytime. Big guy. Just give me money. All right. Congrats to the wheel spinners. Uh, let's see. I'm 90 second behind. Let's go. Boogie juice. Congratulations. All right. Is Taron donkeyish this week? I only have Taron. I believe it about six to 7%. That's a little bit higher than the guys around him. But to me, if they're not like two times uh, higher than the guys around him and you like them, I don't consider that donkey chalk plus 7% really ain't that high. Especially what is he like 7,100? That's not that high. If he was six, if he was 6,100 and he was 7%, yeah, that's a little donkey chalk, right? But at 7,100, I don't think that six to 7% is outrageous. So if you like Calentarum, you play him mother father and you won't get no donkey emojis from me. Okay. Uh, 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 uh let's go Kim. I knew that was you. Congratulations. Vince. I need some questions running out of questions, Kim. Uh, two weeks. Oh, by the way, this is the first week for, put some questions in there while I keep talking. This is the first week of the fantasy golf world championship. So a lot of those guys, if you don't know, there's 300 entrants, and they're trying to get, they're going to narrow it down to 150 this week. So basically it's a double up. So a big sweat there, a lot different strategy when doing that. Um, make sure to cheer on my dude, jungle JD. I really hope he makes it. He has four of them in there. You know, he could be a, ballsy motherfucker and put the same line up in there four times and maybe get all four to the next round or what a reasonable person would do is probably just you know mix and match those four and kind of give yourself a chance to get a couple of them across the finish line right all right uh can easily get this man 100 likes fellows let's go yeah give the give the video some likes all right hey i can smell those euros from the other room so if you don't ask these questions my ass is about to be out of here we've kept up 200 people all night ask a question Nick, I'm talking to you. I know you're watching. Give me a question. I hope I didn't hurt your feelings with shitting on your question from the video. All right. Uh, what is the most salary you will leave on the table? Well, generally speaking, the answer to that Mr. Empower video is $100. I just, I'm a big believer in spending all your salary. However, this week, with this soft-ass pricing and all the ownership being concentrated up top, I am going to be willing. This is going to hurt me. But I'm going to leave upwards of 800 to 1,000 on the table in some of my lineups if I have to. right? Because even if you start with – let's just say I start um, Fien- okay, oh, – I'm not going to play Fee now. Let's just say I start Hideki and Tringali as my two guys up top I'm playing. That still leaves you so much money for your last four spots that I can get almost any four players in that lineup I want um, – and I'm gonna be very comfortable with that lineup, and it's probably gonna have a thousand left over. And that's just how it's gonna be. And I'm gonna hope for chaos this week, and that's gonna be the plan. That's gonna be the plan. Any more questions? Act now and forever hold your peace. I'm about to give a long ass intro. You got three. Wait, I guess you guys are on a little bit of a delay. You got till I drink my ranch water. All right, I'm gonna give a conclusion now. First of all, you mother father, thank you for being here. I appreciate you coming for the first time. Make sure to go subscribe, turn on your notifications, and like this. We do this every Wednesday. I did this shit when I was in Las Vegas. If I do it when I'm in Las Vegas, you best believe you can count on this mofo. I'm reliable AF. Don't forget, Friday night we do the showdown hoedown for round three, and Saturday night the showdown hoedown for round four. If you really think this is awesome, well, Oh, shit. I think my editor just went and switched this over. These are all of my patrons that I want to thank for supporting me and the cause uh, and building an awesome community over there on the Discord. If you want to join, you'll find it in the YouTube video. If you don't, that's cool. Just keep watching this shit for free. It's all good. These guys are taking care of me and my editor so we can keep making quality content. So I think every single one of these motherfathers, especially this guy. I don't even know who I'm pointing at. Who am I pointing at? Let's see. That guy. Or this guy one of the, all i'm kidding i think them all they're all the best um lots of content over there i will be back friday be back saturday let's go win some money yeah you yeah, yeah, yeah. screenshot your big wins and you send them to me and i'm gonna retweet them and put hashtag mother father wins because if you haven't noticed from the start of this show we got a lot of mother father winners and i want to keep it going You know what? I want to remind you. Those guys, they're the badasses. You're the badass. You're the one taking the time to get better at this, perfecting your own process, making your own lineups, risking your own money. I would venture to say the only thing I do for you is maybe get you a little bit more excited to play. But don't go giving me all the credit. You're the fucking badass, not me. I appreciate all of you being here tonight. I've enjoyed this time with you. I can't wait to kick some ass this week. I'll see you guys Friday. I hope that you enjoy my outro half as much as you enjoy my intro. We'll see you mother fathers later.